Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thursday episode drop of Seeing Other People. Today we're talking with author Sandro, who wrote a book called So You Think You Can Date. Uh, It's a really fun read, gets into the psyche and the specifics of modern romance. Alana and I are chatting to him today from California. Uh, You know, at the very end, Alana and I get into a fun little debate about uh, people who say they don't want to be in a relationship but still do relationship things. Listening back over the episode, I think Alana actually has some really valid points about the whole thing. But I'm curious what you guys think. So give it a listen. Enjoy the episode. As always, this is brought to you by Mindset Wellness CBD Gummies. Use our code Seeing Other People for 10% off and free shipping. We love them. Great product and amazing sponsor. Enjoy the episode. Sandra, thanks for being here on the show. Welcome to seeing other people. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. We're um, pumped. We're pumped for you to be here. So, Sandra, I think, well, one, there's a couple of interesting things that, that we have to talk about here. One, we're t- here to talk about your book. Um, so you think you can date, which I have in front of me right now. I feel like Jimmy Fallon introducing a band um, <laughs> live with their new EP. This is Sandra with So You Think You Can Date. Um, Take it away. But <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's I think it's funny. How do you can you tell the story of, I guess, how you and I got connected? Because I think this is connective to the book. Um, I believe you went on a date with someone who I know, and, and yeah, you want to tell world, that story? the world is funny. It has a fun way of working, and it's uh, definitely a small world. So uh, I went. I had been in a relationship for I want to say like a year and a half um, up until the summer. You know, pandemic time, then afterward the summer. And so one of the first dates, if not the first date, I think that I went on um, from online dating was with a young lady who who's very very uh, special person. Uh, we had a great time talking. We, uh, we chatted and then, you know, as, as the fates have, it just kind of parted ways or, or dissipated and, uh, randomly, uh, we added each other on social media, just, I think a couple of like maybe two months ago. And I had been asking, I was like, does anyone know anyone who does any like really great, you know, content online or, or any other medium that I can kind of be connected to? And she was the first one to kind of dial back and give me, give me you two as a, as a tremendous, you know, connection. So it was, it's, it's really funny how it worked. I love that. It's also funny. I wish we could do some study on the ending of every first date situation after a breakup, because you might not know this, but Jonah and I, he was my first date after my breakup. And here we are now. Oh God. I don't, it may, may have said that, but that's so funny. Yep. 
Did um, when you guys went on that date, did she know that you were writing or had written a book on dating? No, I don't think that I talked about it or no, I don't believe that I did. Uh, truth be told, I don't believe career was a big, it was a big topic of discussion. We talked a lot about uh, families and kind of like background and upbringing. So we didn't really broach a subject of, uh, of kind of passions or careers. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so you, you got a book. So you think you can date. Tell us what was the impetus? What happened you know, in your life where you're like, you know what, today I'm going to start writing a book about uh, what's going on in the dating world. And, yeah. and as we like to say, who broke your heart? <laughs> so um, definitely the, the reasoning behind it was kind of chicken before the egg. So my, uh, my career, my job is not one of a date doctor. As I, as I specify and preface in the book, I'm not a date doctor. I'm not a, a psychologist or um, anyone who professionally studies the human condition. I'm just someone who has a, has a big fan. And uh, my career is consulting. And with consulting comes a lot of accidental psychology. I have to kind of know who I'm talking to in order to best tailor what it is that we're going forward together with. So I want to say two years ago, much like the the your story together of you two and then me with Stevie and then how we all got connected, um, I was working and uh, doing a presentation for, for somebody and I met the publishers who published that book. And my whole... Hmm. Uh, coming out of college story was like, you know, I went to school for writing and then I minored in business psychology and I uh, love writing, but never was able to, you know, I can't kind of play that game in, in the Hollywood sector. And so I never quite knew how to do anything with it other than just, you know, casual or, or passion wise. And so I was chatting with these people about, um, you know, my, my attack of consulting is very much, uh, analytical. It's almost like robotic in a sense. And sometimes I have a habit of doing that when it comes to people. And I'm like, I have to stop doing that. I'm like, you know, so I'm talking about this, this dates I went on. I was like, you know, and I, I'm a single guy. I'm a bachelor at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes I have this thing and I just wish I could have a, a medium or a platform. I could just set a standard, a bar, kind of like how the black and white area is supposed to go. That way the gray can be a little bit more you know, finesse. And so they laughed and were like, we would actually love to read a book about this. And I was like, oh, okay, I would actually love to, to give you mm -hmm. something. So um, that's how it kind of came to be. Yeah. I, I luckily, well, I've never had my heart broken. Um, uh, like, like you see in a, uh, you know, Hallmark movie where it's, uh, I think it's all going, we're at the, the table already right. proposing and then it just goes to shambles. Um, met some great women in my life and uh, never, you know, obviously it hasn't gone the full distance, but you know, that's hopefully for a reason. I, I, and you know, when you go about, I guess this is the thing that we struggle with in our personal lives as dating podcasters. When you go to write a book, you got to do research. And the question is, you know, were, were you consciously, and maybe there's, I don't know what the right answer to this is like, were you consciously taking a look at your dating life when putting together this very practical book? Because I like that this book, you know, for people who are listening to this, who might want to go buy it. I do like that you break down very practical things, um, even in terms of how to set plans over text message, which shout out to the episode we have coming out on Tuesday, which covers some sort of the minutia of linguistics around texting, which is kind of fun. But did you do research? You know, were you going on dates and subconsciously kind of making notes to yourself? Um, 
and maybe your answer is yes, but you won't say yes because then it's like someone hears this and they're like, wait, he was just using me for research. And then it's a rom-com <laughs> with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. You were just using me for the article. Just, just for the content. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, I never, I never sat in a date with mm, good book material. I, okay. uh, I, when I thought of this, I remembered the stories that, that I had already existed. So this, these stories have happened throughout the last, you know, whatever, 15 years. So I remembered the stories and, and initially sought out to write something as kind of like a compilation of like, this is very relatable, right? To everybody mm. concerning these, these really funny stories. Um, then, then when it came to the research element, I, I struggled with what was the best attack because one could do, you know, the deepest dive and just go into the basis of a human brain and like how, how we're triggered or not triggered by certain, you know, stimuli. But I didn't think that was going to be relatable or fun. So the things that I do cite are like love languages because I thought it's uh, somewhat introductory and definitely applies into the world of dating. And, yeah. um, I do talk a little bit about like uh, advertising 101 in a sense because there is a part about um, what you do as your best foot forward or your first impression. And I thought that was somewhat, you know, a good shout out to. But otherwise, I just wanted to speak from the heart more and uh, talk about what had already happened. So certainly no uh, in the middle of it, like taking notes on dates, luckily. So no one's covered from the last <laughs> three years, I think, or so. Two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Sometimes we have people who, you know, I think of one story where I was like dating this girl and she was like, you're going to just use me for material. It's like weird. And she was like, I was like, do you think you're that? Fu-? I mean, in my head, I was like, are you, are you that special that you're like, you're like, no way. And it, by the way, life is material. Like that is also, you know, the writers, you got to live, you got to go do stuff and it'll help inspire things. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because I've had guys who I, I maybe went on like one or two dates with two or three years ago and they'll DM me being like, Hey, you should talk about me on the podcast. That'd be funny. Or like, have you talked about me yet? And I'm like, you were not like worthy of being brought up. Like you didn't do any, like there was nothing, uh, you're not that special. And I've also had guys who like on dates, they're like, so are you going to talk about this on your next episode? And I'm like, no, which is really, it's just like bizarre and, and funny to see what ends up happening. And then there's the other side of it where like, we'll put out, content all the time. And I do a lot of content about ghosting because I really want people to stop ghosting. And every time I do, people are like, Oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. You got ghosted again, Alana. Like every week you're getting ghosted. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not actually like, don't worry, but it's just funny. I know it's weird. You like kind of put a a magnifying glass on what's going on and people do get a little finicky. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do. I have a what? question. Oh, oh yeah. Go. Sorry. Go, Alana. Oh, I was going to say, if there's like one main takeaway that you wish, like that's in your book, that you wish you could implant in people's brains about dating, hmm. what would that be? Mm. The one main takeaway that I can implant, uh, I think probably the, 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 the biggest, the, the, the genesis of where it all comes from is just being yourself and being yourself right away. Don't um, uh, put out what you think is is pertinent information and slow roll the rest of the stuff. I think you save someone a lot of time and heartache or or, uh, hope um, if you are exactly who you are and just kind of, you know, own up to that. Uh, Ideally, there's someone there or there's many options of people there that would match you just based off of you who you say you were. 
I, love I that. do that in my That's business. Really yeah, like, this is legitimately me, me. Like I'll tell you everything you want to know. I'll try and be as, as blunt as possible. So you don't have to guess like three dates in if I like you or for you like me or, you know. Now yeah. here's the thing. I'll challenge both of you guys with this. I agree. Be yourself. But a lot of people don't know how to be themselves. Yeah. So how do you be yourself? My, my take is it's like any other social exercise. Like let's say someone's anxious and they have a hard time presenting. You have to force yourself. You have to practice. Now I'm not saying go on a lot of dates necessarily to practice, but potentially force yourself to be yourself or know your, your about me section as you kind of go forward. Okay. So if I'm not good at remembering or being able to really talk about it, I could sit there and think, well, what is it that is important to know about me and at least have that sort of ready? So when someone says, what are your favorites of this and that? I mean, well, okay, I am X, Y, and Z. Maybe is, is the, the, the best thing that one can do, I hope. I agree. I think there's a really interesting point there because it's like – we, we brought this question with somebody recently and it was a big, it was a big uh, party discussion was, um, do you, have you, either of you ever really met anyone who said in the question, are you a dependent or independent person? Has anyone ever said, Oh yeah, I'm dependent. No, rare. It's like one maybe <laughs> up to that, right? Usually everyone's independent right. and, yeah. and that's great. And so Jonah, your question is like, does, do people really know themselves? You know, I don't, that question is, is the, the fork in the whole thing. Yeah. One thing just on in terms of how to be yourself, if if you're not really sure how to like be your most authentic self on, on dates with someone new, I think what you can do to set yourself up for success in that is really take some time to think like what situations are you most comfortable in? Um, is it that you want to be like, are you your best self when you're seated across the table from someone or would you rather go on a walk? Like, does that make you feel a little less anxious about what's going on? Or like, do you want to have a drink or do you not? Would you prefer a coffee date? Like wear your most comfortable thing. So you're not worried about like how you look. You just know you're feeling good. I think there are certain things that you can do to really just think about who you are and how you are your best self and and bring that into your dating life rather than trying to impress someone. I think that's the biggest thing is people try really hard to impress the, the person at the other side of the table. And that's not real. Mm. And I think we really need yeah. to get away from that mindset. I, I agree. And I like the idea that you put yourself in a situation where you're going to be able to be as close to your authentic self. But also one exercise I like to do sometimes is like, if I could literally just say exactly what I'm thinking right now, then what would I be saying? As opposed to like what the right thing to say, like if you're on a date and you sit down with a person and you, you want to be positive, you want to have a good energy, right? But like, let's say you've had a long day at work and it's like, you know, a date on Thursday and it's like, you know, again, this is like kind of pre-COVID times, I guess. But you sit down and you're like, hey, how are you? Maybe you get into small talk, but like there's nothing, you, you feel like you're just sort of like talking about nothing. I'll be like... I'm so fucking tired. All I want to do is rip a shot and like talk about nothing. Can we do that? And then it's like kind of immediately puts the wall down where it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, you're I'm like, I'm really happy to be here with you because like I just need to get my head out of this the rut that was all day or whatever. Um, that might be a helpful way to also do it. But to, yeah, I agree. I think the one thing we have learned and it, I feel like you've learned really well in your book is people really, for the most part, a majority of people do not have any perception a true perception of themselves. And I don't even think people, 
Like, I don't know if we ever will. Maybe that's like humanity. It's like maybe we will never know what we're actually like to other because everyone interprets us differently. But the, the example I like to sometimes use is that when we were talking about episodes about dating profiles, um, you know, everyone's like, which picture do they look good in? And we all have like complete like pictures that I'll get sent being like, you look good in this photo. I'll be like, what? I, I look like a fucking idiot. Like, what are you talking about? And then, and then vice versa. Right. And so it's just like, you know, it's a constant, Oh, we think we never ghost. I promise you we've all ghosted someone. We think mm-hmm. we're never the, the asshole. We, we've definitely been the asshole. So it's just, you know, it's an interesting world, but I think the big takeaway is that things like your book and this podcast are here to help sort of, create rules, create things that can help guide you through the process. No rules. No rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And off that, by the way, a lot of our listeners are sort of entrepreneurial and we're all creative folks. Can you walk us through just the writing process that you went through? Um, How long did it take? Did you write every day? And then literally, and I think I asked you this on our phone call, like what app did you use? Um, Did you outline? You know, give me the specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I come from a... um the school of uh, like screenplays and television plays is what I went to school for. <clears throat> so writing in this, in this, uh, in this style was a little bit challenging for me because um, in it, what I was taught was, you know, your pages have to really, uh, you have to take advantage of the page, capitalize on all the space. You can't really go too crazy except if it's dialogue. Dialogue can be a little bit wordy, but the rest has got to be, you know, black and white rural to the point. So you can, so it was challenging for me to make that pivot and like be able to ramble and roll a little bit more than I'm used to. What I definitely did was an outline for sure, because um, I don't know about anyone else, but I just know that my own process, I'll have a hard time. I'll lose what I'm trying to say or what the overall arc of what I want to convey is if I don't have that outline. So normally I start with what the chapters yeah. are going to be, what's the overall arc, like what's, what's, what am I trying to say first? Then how do I say it in each chapter or more so? And what are some things I can talk about in the chapter? It took me about, I want to say like maybe five months of writing and probably not every day, but you know, definitely little, little tackles on a, on a somewhat every other day basis. And then the editing process took, uh, with, with these great publishers, D'Angelo publishing took about, um, I want to say like six months, uh, intermittently, like just not, not all, every day mm-hmm. but again, as we muscled through, um, the editing process for me was very hard. It's hard to like go back and then, remind yourself of where you were at in that train of thought and then drive what, what they needed in terms of certain areas. Is it me editing process? They're making notations saying, Hey, this is too long about this one topic and you have to cut or does it, is it, will they also say expand upon this? Like, what does that look like? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like you said, both. Usually the expand upon was because, because I came from the irritating, you know, background of keeping it a little bit shorter. They're like, you can expand, like expand on this. I'm like, Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) So as I'm thinking like, what do I want to say? I don't want to talk about a, something I've already spoken about or, or B repetitive. And, uh, B, I didn't want to talk about, you know, something that was, didn't make sense in the overall theme of, of that moment. So, uh, that was the hard part. Yeah, for me. So what throughout this process, what were you able to learn about yourself just as an individual and yourself when it comes to dating and relationships? Mm. I think I think 
I admit it in the beginning of the book, if not periodically, that I, I certainly am someone who tends to be a little bit more pragmatic and methodical and analytical. And so that can be somewhat, uh, it's good and bad. It's good because I can see things a little bit more fluidly and, and quickly, but the bad is that I can see them a little bit too without color. And so what I definitely want to, I always challenge myself to do is to be a little bit more patient and, and, give people more of the benefit of the doubt, which I think personality type wise, it's one of my bigger you know, challenges um, and be a little less, uh, be more go with the flow. Hard for me to do. I admit it. I say uh, the other <laughs> joke is we're talking about dependency and codependency, um, spontaneity and being spontaneous yeah. is like a huge, you know, a fluff word for the dating world. And so I'm, I literally will say like, I'm not spontaneous. I'm not, I don't like dropping things. It's, it's, it's probably a <laughs> crutch, but it's, it's true. I just, I can't drop what I'm doing and go do. And that's just my own crazy personality. I'm, I plan everything. I have an old school agenda book that I write everything down on like a psycho. And so Ooh. I know, but it, for me, it works. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. It works. Why? You I need to hear more about that. You don't, but you use, you use Google calendar too, though. Cause we invite you to Google calendar invite and you accept that. I do. I use Google calendar, but it all starts there and then I can translate it to wherever else I'm going. Cause I'll look at that every day and then as opposed to a Google calendar. I, I'm still slow with the times, I guess, for lack of better words. <laughs> wait, wait. So, it, so just, I love this kind of stuff. So you're saying that you have like, it's time-based or it's a to-do list? It's a to-do list with some time-based like check-in points. So because of the nature of my work, I have different people from different worlds that I talk to frequently. So mm-hmm. if I have a call at two o'clock, I'll write it down. But if there's that to-do list, it's, it's periodically put throughout the day in areas I know I can tackle it. Love this. And I take Love it on Friday and I revamp, I re- review the week coming up and just clear it up a little bit. Of course. Of course. Do, you, yeah. do your dates go into the, the book? They do, but not in a weird way. It's just like I look <laughs> at it and go, oh, okay, all day Tuesday I'll be, you know, in a location three hours away. Best not date on a Tuesday. So if I'm having <laughs> a date with a girl, I'll say, hey, Wednesday, can I, can we, can I take you out? See, I'm a very planning guy. So on the other hand, hopefully women appreciate the fact that I'm like, I want to take you here on Wednesday. All you got to do is I'll pick you up where you show up. And some tend to, to appreciate that. And so, uh, yeah, they're in there. I love that. Okay. Question. This yeah. is going to be putting you on the spot here. So we oh. had an episode called what guys wish girls knew and what girls wish guys knew. Mm. And our listeners really enjoyed it. So my question to you is as a male dating women, what do you wish that girls knew about dating? Hmm. About dating in general, not just me. But no, no, I think it's about, no, it's about, it's about like, it could be anything like, oh, I wish they knew that we really like compliments. Like it could be, or I wish girls knew that like, um, sleeping over is what we want. Like it could be about anything in your personal to you as well. It doesn't need to be about dating. Sure. Um, Hmm. That is a great question. I, you know, look, I, I'm on the side of what I, I think is obvious. So maybe Jonah would, would, would uh, agree or disagree. I don't think guys are that complicated. And I think we say, even if it's by accident, exactly what we we're thinking. So in, in the two tier, let's, let's talk about like someone who wants something serious versus someone who just wants something casual. I think it's easy to figure out. And I think there's, there would rarely be a surprise unless you were truly like led on um, so I think, I think guys are much more easy to read than girls give us credit for. <laughs> Would you agree? I agree with you. 
I agree with you. And what we what I what we've sort of coined is that guys aren't subtle. There's no subtlety. There's no hints. There's no gain. There's no like it's a clue. It's a sign. Oh, he's maybe it's a hint. What's he? What's he mean by this? Not it's fucking take it face. Take it exactly as it is presented. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my friends, Damn. my male group of friends are not, they're like, and I can only use them as like maybe the other part of this, this, you know, data. They're not hard guys. And none of them want to just, you know, fuck a girl and leave them. None of them do. They usually yeah. will like yeah. want to stay around, but then the things get complicated and it's, it's not just one sided. It comes from both areas. Of course, it's personalities put together, but I think they're easy. So I, I Alana, do you agree or disagree with this? No, it's hard because like, I do think you're right. And I hate to say it, but I do think you're right. But I know myself when I'm actually in the situation, like a guy could straight up say to me, like, I'm not looking for something serious. Uh, But then, but then he'll treat me like we're on the road to like becoming in a relationship. So I'm like, yeah, like he said that, but his like actions are different than his words. So like maybe he's changing his mind or like maybe I'm going to convince him to change his mind. And then of course he doesn't change his mind. And I just made up a scenario in my head and got myself hurt. Right. But counter to that though, you're interpreting those actions based off your previous experience with someone that you were dating. Like I can say to somebody, I don't, not looking for anything serious. And if they agree that they have registered what I've said, and yet we go hang out every week and we, she meets my family and friends they're two different things they're just that's one is linear progression of like hanging out with someone and then the other is a mental state of not being prepared to be in a relationship but if you're not prepared to be in a relationship then why would you hang out with someone every week and introduce them to your family and your friends well why would you because you want to because you yeah or yeah first of all you could change or because you want to like what do you mean why but that's not fair if you're not if you're not looking for a relationship but then treat somebody like you are starting to form a relationship with them. That's not fair to them. Why is it not fair if they've agreed, if they're continuing to hang out, they consensually understand the situation. Why is that unfair? Because it's not realistic that they're actually okay with it. Well, then they shouldn't be in it. But they like you. But I I mean, look, this is the same. We're kind of having the same tone as to when you didn't know what exclusive versus being in a relationship (laughs) meant. And now you understand what now you're certain, which has been really cool to see. Look, I was going to say also just like um, uh, we were talking about, oh, things that guys wish girls knew. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, it's past. But like I was going to say that like, no, I think also one big thing off that. And this is what your book, I think, also is a great job of, you know, for all the ladies listening, we have 70 percent female listeners. So I think it's a great book for them to 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 read because it is sort of a inside you know, you actually do do a really good gender balance, but it's an inside a a male POV. And um, no guy, I don't know any single fucking dude. I don't know one dude that actively goes out there and forgive my fucking French or whatever it's going to be here. Who's like, I just want to fucking ghost this person. I've literally never met anyone who wants that. That's emotionally exhausting. That's physically exhausting. No guy is just in it to have sex. It isn't like 1996 American Pie, Jason Biggs losing his virginity. Like, you know, this is like, uh, it's a complicated world. Yes, it happens. You have sex. You never hear from someone again. It's funny because I actually know girls where like that is their intention. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I know more girls who are like, I just want to get fucked tonight. And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah. Well, look. Yeah. This is this is good stuff, guys. This stuff. This is why, you know, this is why this is why we're here. (laughs) This is why we're here. 
Would um, you do that though? If a girl said, that, if a girl who's a friend said that to you, would you actually be like, okay? A girl who's a friend. Yeah. If a girl who was a friend said, "I just want to have sex tonight," um, I wouldn't say yes, just black and white, because is it going to ruin my friendship? <laughs> right. I would think this thing. And also for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm different. Usually if the girl is a friend. They, they don't dig back out from the friend area. I, I, like, <laughs> I consciously put the friends in the friend area, the, the dates to the romance and the romance area. So I've had friends that are girls, but, uh, that have this, this has been an issue, but, uh, or, or something we've talked about and it, it never went well and it didn't now. So I don't, I would say no again, me personally. The, um, and the, yeah. And the word friend, I think you're like I said, I said probably instantly, but I, I want to take that back. It depends on the relationship. If it's like someone who I went out with once a long time ago, but we kept in touch just from like IG stories and all that right. stuff. Then like she hit me up. She's like, hey, I've just like been single for a while. I want to like, yeah, fucking why not? Fair, like, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But, it, but um, in, in our situation, I've said to Jonah, like, oh, we should just like make out and take a picture of it and put it on our story because people would love that. And he's like, no, we're not making out. And I'm like, well, no, like, we, we have a podcast empire. Like, and he's building. like, no. And also, it's on there publicly for a long time. And no, yeah. gonna know. very different. Very 24 different. hours Instagram story. Yeah. People yeah. don't screenshot. Sure. Uh, they don't need to. It's in here. <laughs> um, Sandra, brother, we appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to hold up your book here right. so that the audience can see us. Where can people get the book? Yes, sir. And thank you so much. Uh, so you can find it on Amazon or you can go to the uh, publishing website at D'Angelo.com. Uh, but Amazon's nice and easy. Just type it in. I love that I'm, I'm on the cover. I look so great there. So you think my, my post so, was so kind of design. It was so cool. So and nice in, of you in the interior, they have like the little text messages look like the little blurbs. I thought that was neat too. Yeah, I love show it. you guys. It's a nice color. Love it. And where can people find you? Uh, well, I'm I'm in LA. I'm LA based. Uh, my business is LA based, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess as good as that, right? On the west side, near near the beach. <laughs> There we go. There it is. Cool. Nice color pages. Um, well, brother, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Everyone, thank you for listening. Um, check out Sandro's book, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much, everybody, for having me. TTYL. TTYL.